0: I'm Beth Davis and welcome to teachable Tuesday where every week we discover God's heart and are changed by his word we're about to start a brand new three week series called hope in hard times and I don't know if you could use a little hope right now or maybe you're in the middle of some hard times but grab a Bible we're gonna see what God's word has to say about it and we're gonna be camping out for the next few weeks in Romans chapter 5 so let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. You're already here, Lord, but we take this moment to become aware of your presence within us, your presence around us. Fill us in this time, Lord, with your light and your love. Bring this word to life in our lives and give us the grace to, um, to conform our lives according to your word. Thank you, Lord. Romans chapter 5, verse 1, Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so confession time. Uh, As a kid, and throughout my whole life, uh, I have not been very athletic okay? It just doesn't come naturally to me. I don't have a a very innate love of sport. Um, I'm not very athletically inclined. Um, I, you know, I could cut a rug. I've got some rhythm, but somehow there's like not a connection when it comes to sports and coordination and like when you add a ball into the mix. It's just something I avoided because I didn't have the ability. And on top of that, uh, I, from the time I was a little girl, I had pretty serious asthma. And so I kind of always had this, this natural out, right? I, um, I I just kind of always sat to the side or wouldn't put myself forward in those situations. Maybe a little bit because I didn't want to be embarrassed, but uh, also because I, I had a little bit of fear about my lungs, about my breathing, uh, about looking out of shape, you know? So I guess That's both of the things together. (laughs) Either way, I didn't have a lot of grit in me when it came to sports, to competition, to pushing myself. And that's one thing I very much admire in athletes, people who grew up with a more disciplined kind of mentality toward their body, with their schedule. It was something I really admired, but I wasn't sure how to input that in my own life. I grew up being kind of afraid of hard things. And that translated at times into being afraid of hard times. And I wonder if you can relate to that, that um, either you avoid (laughs) hard things or in hard times, maybe you push through or, you know, just try to grit and bear it. Or maybe you even revolt against those hard things. But I'm here to tell you, God's word is here to tell us, there's another way that we can actually do the hard things because we're not doing them in our own strength. We're not doing them alone. We're doing them with the Lord. And actually that those hard things and those hard times can make us better, can make us stronger, can make us more virtuous. Cue, I'm thinking that Kelly Clarkson jam from a few years back. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Do you know that one? Big Kelly Clarkson fan over here so this is what uh, God desires for us that you and I would become strengthened in our inner man inside that that in our souls we would become strengthened and the way toward that uh, the hope of growing in this is the person of Jesus it happens in suffering in hard times precisely in the things that we're at times trying to avoid the things we don't like are actually the things that are going to produce this good result in us all right do you have hope yet i sure hope so no pun intended so for the next three weeks we're going to be settling into romans chapter five verses one through five and really i, I want to focus in on the heart of, of this section let's read it one more time Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. That's verses one and two. So friends, because we have faith in Jesus, we have hope. Because we've put our faith in Jesus, we have hope that in all things, they'll work together for good, that God will be victorious, that he'll bring us to himself in heaven, that that we are, in fact, more than conquerors, as scripture says, because we have faith, we can have hope. So maybe this is this is the first place to sort of pause and reflect if you don't have hope. I wonder if you can just pause and do a little inventory on faith. For me, every every trial <laughs> comes back to this this question of faith, hope, or love. Every question uh, comes, every trial comes back to this question of is God who He says He is? Is God real? Is He alive? Does He love me? And if the answer is yes which it is. If all of those things are true, then we can put our faith confidently in the person of Jesus. And we have hope that he'll make all things work together for our good. So picking up at verse three, and not only that, we're not only hoping for heaven, we're not only boasting in our, fo- our faith in Jesus, not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings hang on we boast in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance now there's a little uh mathematical equation coming in the next two verses but i just want to stop with verse three that suffering produces endurance did you even know that it was possible to boast (laughs) in your suffering Uh, to um, actually take pride in it, to um, look forward to it, to uh, not avoid it or or hate it or reject it or revolt against it, but that it it would actually become a part of your testimony. Your suffering could become a part of your testimony that you're sharing with the world, that you're bragging even about your suffering, not because suffering is good, That's not what i'm saying that's certainly not what the word is saying not because suffering is good but because with god suffering with him can bring about good fruit in our lives the lord allows suffering in our lives because it can bring about much good we want to see that good in our circumstances we, we want everything to get worked out on the outside. But what if instead, God's priority was working it out on the inside of us? Strengthening us, filling us with more faith, hope, and love. Changing, maturing, bearing good fruit in us. That's the point of suffering. That's what God is working us into, in and through our suffering. Suffering produces endurance so when we suffer with the lord it has the ability to produce in us endurance now it might be helpful here to just have a dictionary definition of the word endurance okay the ability to keep doing something difficult unpleasant or painful for a long time that's endurance the ability to keep doing something difficult, unpleasant, or painful for a long time. I don't know about you, but when I am in suffering, particularly physical suffering, but yeah, emotional, mental, spiritual suffering, uh, my first instinct is uh, is not to <laughs> not to keep going peacefully with the Lord, trusting in His timing. My desire in my flesh is to get it over with. But when we submit to suffering, the suffering that has naturally come our way in our lives, in our families, then it can produce in us endurance. That you and I can develop this ability to keep doing something difficult, something unpleasant, something painful for a long time. And we don't have to go looking for these opportunities daily life really provides plenty of opportunities for suffering long lines waiting for anything right waiting in traffic other people's uh, emotions other people's responses there are are so many opportunities every day uh, for us to suffer without us having to go out looking for them now i'm giving you examples of of little um little experiences of sufferings. But I wonder if a part of the reason that we don't know how to suffer with the Lord when really big things happen, really hard things, hard times come, is because we're not allowing these daily little experiences of suffering to train us up. We're not allowing our daily experiences of suffering uh, to teach us to conquer ourselves. Not to always give in to our emotions, to our uh, physical needs, to every appetite, every craving that we have. But instead if we let them train us up, then when the the more pronounced suffering comes in our lives, we've got some grit. We've built up some muscle, right? And let me begin with this. You might be thinking Beth, I don't I don't have any grit. <laughs> I don't have a lot of... Uh, I don't have really any endurance when it comes to suffering i i just um i'm pretty soft i'm pretty tender i'm like the person starting out on day one uh couch to 5k you know you're a, a couch potato in the spiritual life well let me give you some good news you have the holy spirit living on the inside of you as a baptized Catholic Christian, you have the Spirit of God living on the inside of you. And when the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you, you have, He gives you self-control. So you already have the Holy Spirit who gives, who, who brings about the fruit of self-control in our lives. He's already living inside of you. You have everything you need in order to live a self-controlled life. You have everything you need because you have God Himself. You have your own personal trainer living inside of you. You've become a temple of the Holy Spirit. So you're not you're not getting down, getting your hands dirty, getting gritty in your own strength. Um, this isn't like a, a New Year's resolution today, where where you're going to start and you'll fall off next week. No, because God is with you, the the Person of Jesus. You have hope Himself living on the inside of you and he is in it for the long haul he's in this endurance training with us because suffering will come suffering is a part of our daily lives but we know living in a fallen world that suffering will come in more pronounced ways scary ways painful ways and that's why it's so important that we submit to the lordship of jesus that we submit to the reality of our lives, to getting up with little ones in the middle of the night, um, to, to going without, to serving other people and putting their needs ahead of our own when we're tired, when we're hungry, for bridling our tongue when it would be easier to lash out. These little opportunities to die to ourselves, to suffer, we're really living the command of Jesus to take up our cross daily and to follow him. So today, I, I want to encourage you to start embracing uh, the daily sufferings that come your way, not pushing against them, not, not just letting them ruin your day or or, or letting it, uh, the day kind of pass you by as just a bad day and maybe tomorrow will be better. Instead of letting our outside circumstances determine our interior posture, what if our interior posture became stronger? What if our interior posture actually helped us to overcome those daily sufferings through submitting to Jesus in the midst of them? So let's begin to to train ourselves today. Again, we don't have to go out looking for suffering. Suffering comes our way. Every day in these little ways, if we only have the eyes of faith to see these opportunities uh, to grow, these opportunities to let the Lord uh, cause endurance to be developed in us. So, I want to give you um, two ways forward here first of all, to choose faith, and secondly, to choose to fast. Okay, the choosing is very important. It means that that we're submitting, we're making a choice, right? This is reality, and I'm choosing to go with it. Uh, I'm choosing to move with uh, the reality of my life. I, I'm choosing to move uh, with the Holy Spirit who's presenting these obstacles and these opportunities to me every day. You know, Father Walter Chiswick in his uh, book, He Leadeth Me, where he talks about uh, being, uh, a prisoner in solitary confinement in a Soviet, uh, work camp, uh, in Siberia. He talks about discovering the reality of God's will in the 24 hours of every day. So every interruption, every, um, hunger pang, every conversation, right? No matter if it was blatantly faith-based or, uh, if it was, you know, something that outwardly seems kind of negative. He, he began to understand that the 24 hours of his everyday life uh, were God's will for him. If he received it in that way and submitted to what was happening in his life. Even the sufferings he received and he moved with. Imagine like water just kind of going with the flow as they say. And by doing that, we're training ourselves not to push against, but instead to embrace. I, you know, I think it's exhausting. Suffering is exhausting, especially little suffering, you know, like, what do they say, like death by a thousand paper cuts. These, these little sufferings, day in, day out, I think they become more painful. I... I wonder if they they're, they become so overwhelming because we're actually revolting against them. We're fighting against them. We're fighting against the reality of our lives that we do have to wait, that we don't get everything we want, um, that our every appetite is not satisfied here on earth, and and that's true. That's true. Our our happiness, our ultimate satisfaction, our hope. Is for eternal happiness with God so of course it makes sense that here on earth all of our longings all of our cravings are not going to be satisfied so instead of fighting against that we're gonna give our fiat our yes to those sufferings we're not I'm not saying to lay down like a doormat but I'm saying to with the Lord submit to the reality of your daily life and allow it to build in you some grit some muscle to train you up. To train you up uh, to be kind when it's inconvenient. um, To be patient when you feel impatient. You you call upon the Lord in the moment. You choose faith that I'm going to begin to see this circumstance, these 24 hours, through a lens of faith that God is with me in this. God is not against me. God is for me and he's... He's giving me these opportunities that might look like obstacles. He's giving me these opportunities every day to build spiritual muscle. We're getting trained. So we don't have to go out and look for opportunities to suffer, opportunities to grow in endurance, right, that will be tested over the long term. But I also want to encourage you to choose to fast. Fasting is a really an ancient spiritual discipline that we've gotten away from I think especially in the American Church uh, but I think even more so just in the in the time the modern times that we live in when we can have anything we want at the push of a button I was just talking with a friend recently about uh, she was sharing she was feeling so impatient uh, about an order that she placed I can relate to that and I began to just sort of pontificate here and And I was sort of reflecting on my own um, behavior, my own disposition in waiting. And I really think Amazon has ruined me. Amazon has made me believe that I can have anything I want with the, the click of a button at least in two days, if not today or tomorrow. And so then anytime I have to wait longer, I'm really, I'm irritated, I'm agitated. Well, I'm, I'm learning here that I don't really have a lot of endurance. I'm not willing to wait. I'm not patient in waiting. Waiting is, is such a, a little daily, um, normal part of, of life, uh, but it is a suffering, isn't it? And so um, I wanna begin to choose to train myself by fasting. Now, we've gotten away from this in the Catholic Church, but you know that the Church uh, encourages us to fast every single Friday, not only during Lent, uh, to at least abstain from meat or to make another fast. We're supposed to be doing penance every single Friday, even outside of Lent, some kind of penance every Friday now it doesn't have to be fasting in the traditional sense of bread and water that's not what the church is saying but abstaining from meat or doing another penance we want to train ourselves uh, to endure suffering right to stre- to be strengthened on the inside of us for me this uh, falling in love with fasting began when Jenna was pregnant and she was trying to give up coffee and I thought well I don't want you to do this alone that's really hard depriving yourself of something that you enjoy something that gives you energy and I said you know I've always I've always loved Diet Coke and I don't think I drink it like excessively but I looked forward to it you know it was kind of like a treat it was a special thing whenever they didn't have Diet Coke they had Pepsi I was I was really put off by this and so just while Jenna was pregnant I decided I would give up Diet Coke and I gave up Diet Coke as a fast for a particular intention. And that was five years ago. (laughs) Gosh, almost more than five years ago now. Yeah, more than five years ago, I haven't had a single Diet Coke. Because of God's grace, uh, I was able to forego this thing that gave me pleasure, this thing that I really liked this treat, I disciplined my body. My, my physical appetites, my yearnings for a greater good, for this particular intention. And that began to strengthen me on the inside. Suddenly I thought, well, I don't not have any self-control. I, I did that with God's help. And now what's another area? What, what's something else that I can add in or something else that I wanna fast from in order to strengthen myself in the face of suffering? So then when, when big suffering, large scale suffering comes, I actually have built up a little muscle. I'm not revolting against it because I know what it's like to go without because I've willingly chosen to go without. So now suddenly it's not like that thing has been taken away from me or deprived of me. Now instead, um, I, I can submit to it. No, I know what it's like to go without because I choose to fast. I, I chose to go without so we're gonna dive into this um, the the really the beauty of suffering because because that's what's on offer here you know Jesus himself suffered he did not choose to come down from the cross and his passion his suffering and his death produced the greatest fruit in <laughs> the In the history of the world it's the most fruitful loving generous uh, act to have ever been accomplished and and that came out of suffering so Jesus blessed suffering he gives us an opportunity to enter in to suffering you know having grown up not being an athlete uh, I felt like I really (laughs) I had kind of the odds doubly against me last fall after I had COVID pneumonia so growing up without really an athletic bone in my body and struggling with asthma my whole life, well then I'm at a real deficit because my lungs had such scar tissue, both lungs all over. But as I began to, to walk, I had to do it, right? I had to, to bounce back. What I noticed as I took those daily walks and eventually got some new running shoes and, and laced those up and took longer walks... I began to, to jog in some sections of my walk every day. Uh, I noticed that my lungs became stronger. They became stronger with more, um, uh, with the more I, I pushed them. And, and there were days I pushed too hard and I had to, to back up. I had to carry my inhaler with me, right? I had to listen to my body. But actually, having gone through COVID pneumonia in my little room, in bed, not being able to breathe, relying on the Lord, just resting on his heart in that time of intense physical suffering, I noticed, translated to this physical action of of learning uh, to walk, learning to jog, it made me stronger physically because I was stronger mentally, I was stronger spiritually. And this is the hope that I wanna hold out to you today, that whatever suffering you're enduring today, Whether it be just those everyday anxieties, difficulties, uh, obstacles, or whether it's uh, something very painful, um, some kind of of life-changing diagnosis or physical suffering, some kind of broken relationship and you feel like like you, you can't get back up. You can't go on I want to tell you that you're not alone in the midst of that suffering and that uh, God is doing something in the suffering he's with you and if you let him he'll make you stronger he'll make all things work together for your good let's pray can I pray for you for that in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit amen Jesus thank you thank you that you're with us that we're never alone especially in our suffering but that you draw close you know i have a sense that you may be listening to this and going through something um really dark really hard maybe it's been a very long time and you're not hearing god's voice you're not feeling his presence with you but i want you to know jesus is with you that Uh, in the depths in the darkness of his own suffering that's when his uh, love was the most generative it's when his um, to be one with him in that darkness and in that silence on the cross is a beautiful thing he's with you he's suffering with you jesus grant us the grace to stay with you so that you might produce in us that endurance lord strengthen us in our inner self strengthen our hearts. strengthen our souls we can't do it without you thank you jesus in your name we pray amen in the name of the father of no, the son of the holy spirit amen i'll see you next week for part two see you then bye